Good Tuesday morning, everyone. We're back, and it's the dose, and we're getting crazy here in the studios of the dose. Doing the wave, doing the bull dance, feeling the flow, and we're working it, working it. Yes. This is Mark Hutchins here, joined by Jeremy Glevin and B. Ronovich, Phil Sonovich. Hey. And back in the studios for round two, Julie Calza, thanks for rolling in again on my home group own, sharing her story. Kicking butt, taking names, doing more than most people do in their first five years of real estate. Well, thank you for doing that bribe to get two. me to come back after that last one. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Julie Rocket Ship Ride. Yeah. <laughs> for sure. I mean, they can do to bribe you to get in here to the studios to hang out with Brian. Yes. <laughs> How long are we going to mispronounce each other's names around here? I don't know. Hey, mine hasn't There's been so much. My name is Mr. Butchins. Yes, Dark Butchins. <laughs> the, the Butchins. The. The. Uh, Butchins. And Jareem Abdul-Jabbar. Clavin. Yes. <laughs> yes. Peter Clavin. Ha! <laughs> um, uh, you are on a rocket yes. ship ride. You've already yes. exceeded last year's production so far yes. through the first, what, six, six and a half months, seven months, whatever. Yeah, call by this. the first six months I'd hit it, yeah. Just crazy. Crazy, <clears throat> crazy. Big time. Yeah. That's good stuff. I forgot to tell you, I only came here to drop the mic and then leave. Yeah, no, smash <laughs> that mic. Byron loves <laughs> I haven't seen it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Byron loves you people come here and from Byron. <laughs> <laughs> smash the mic. Now, I wouldn't know who Byron is. I know who Brian is. Yeah, yeah he's a good friend of Dark. <laughs> Hutchin, Budgen, good, good friends. We're good friends. Yes. Uh, what I left us yesterday, if I may, with a 14-minute question that sounded something along the lines, if you want to refresh my memory, of... All these things that you've been through, good, bad, and indifferent, have obviously helped shape you and mold you to become the person you are, but it's ongoing. So how do you, first of all, how do you break out? Because I'm always trying to look for ideas to reach our kids. How do you break out of that mindset? Like as a kid growing up with a couple of challenges like that of being told you're not going to do it. How do you break out of that in the first place? Um, well, I changed the question, now, by the way. This is how yes. oh, I noticed. Yeah, I noticed. Yeah. Now, this isn't um, going to work for everyone, but going into the military and having them break you completely down and building you back up, that kind of helps. But um, more so than that, I was always a super independent and stubborn kid. So um, whenever people told me things, I liked to do the opposite just to surprise them. And I still get joy in surprising so people. So you're still right. an adult stubborn yeah, no, but really. Um, so I, I honestly, it's it has a lot to do with the little things. Mm. Um, so for me, I don't really rely too much on other people's input to know that I'm successful. It's mm. a goal. I'm never going to be successful in my own head, which of course a therapist would probably say isn't healthy, but it's never good enough. And I think that struggling as a kid, um, being told you know, basically being told that you can't do something that's really a coping mechanism is to just be like, okay, well, you told me I can't, so I'm going to go do it over and over and over again. But there's also never a bar for me. There's never a finish line, which is something that keeps me going, keeps me motivated because if I reach a goal, then I just make another one. Mm -hmm. It's, Mm -hmm. and I don't, take time to celebrate. <laughs> well, I mean, there's a fine line with that. And we talk about the same yep. thing, you know, Mark and myself of, of finding those opportunities because we've had them, thankfully, you mm-hmm. know, very thankful. Um, or we've had some opportunities to celebrate and high five, mm-hmm. but at the same time, we're the same way. I think most entrepreneurs, business people, mm-hmm. hungry people out there, you know, that are, that are never satisfied to a degree. So it's tough. Yeah, yeah. it's tough. And I, you know, I'm going to, uh, drop this, which is going to be interesting, I think, because um, I'm not sure how other people think. But one thing I've learned is 
money can't be your goal. It cannot be money because in all honesty, anybody can make money. It, money can't be your goal. If it's money, then you're going to get to a point where you're making money, you're making consistent money, or you just have one month where you're making a ton of money and you're going to lose sight and lose focus. Your goal, there's so many people that'll say, hey, you know, I want to make this amount. Like once I make that, like, yeah, I've reached my goal. But the problem is that once you get to a place of comfort, it's going to be really hard to push yourself to be uncomfortable again. And so whenever I make goals, it really doesn't, like I might have a volume I want to hit, but it doesn't come back to the amount of money I'm going to take home Mm -hmm. because of it. Mm -hmm. It comes down to, I really, really want this. I want to sell this many houses. I want to help this many families. And it, I never have a goal of how much money I want to make. And I never have, even in the beginning when I was struggling and we were having a hard time at home, like it's not about money. Any goal you make that has to do with money is superficial. And the minute you get to a place of comfort, you won't want to be outside of your bubble again. And living in a place of discomfort with how you're with your own mental performance or your own physical performance is something that's always pushed me forward is I'm never comfortable because Mm -hmm. I'm never hitting what I need to hit. So if you do but the goal money, gets bigger, right? Or the yeah. vision the vision gets bigger. Exactly. How closely do you tie your your mindset with competing with those around you? So in the beginning, very much. So in the beginning, I had to hit certain numbers because I had to beat somebody who had screwed me over and told me that I couldn't do it by myself. Um, so in the beginning, it was very much about, okay, I have to hit this. I have to beat it. But um, a mentor of mine, who Lizzie Hofer, she just did her flashback. Sure. So that was awesome. She's, um, you know, she asked me a very important question in the beginning. She asked me, what are you going to do when that's not your goal anymore? How are you going to set goals? Like, how is that going to be your threshold? Luckily, I'm a very... I was going to ask you the same thing, but yes. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah, no, no, so, no, it's good, it's good. I told you I was going to yeah, no, take it myself. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so she said that to me. She's like, what are you going to do when you don't have a chip on your shoulder? And that was a really hard question for me because I was like, you know what? I'm going to have this forever. Like, I'm going to go for it. I don't care. It's always going to bother me. But it really didn't. I got to a point really quickly, actually, right. where I didn't care anymore. <laughs> time, time heals. And, <laughs> yeah. yeah. And so I, you know... What I do is I'm a very statistical analysis kind of person. I track everything I do, which is super crucial. And um, I wanted to be 50% better than I was the year before. So that's how I set the next goal. So um, you asked me about competing with other people. Honestly, I think there's a huge problem in this industry, especially I don't know how it is in every area, but especially in the area where I work where you can't do a transaction without ego, like somebody's ego getting in the way. Like mm-hmm. the other agent thinks they're better than you in some way. And so they're just an asshole. Excuse my language. No, but, no, no. And, happens. you know, and so I don't really compete with other agents so much so or as I compete with myself. And I obviously asked a pointed question, not that I necessarily, <laughs> you know, agree or have a feeling one way or the other, but I know that. I know that the way you parted from, from, you know, that it sprung you forward to have a, an incredible amount of motivation. Mm-hmm. And it's funny that you can, or ironic that you went into, you know, Lizzie asked you that question because I was going to kind of go to the same place too, is, mm-hmm. is we're constantly battling and managing this, the mindset and staying hungry and motivated that mm-hmm. how do, how, what's going to be that next thing that, that really drives and fuels because we're all challenged with this. We're all challenged with staying hungry and not being satisfied. I, I think, 
again, a lot of business owners out there have that in their soul to a degree. You know, they have, have achieved something. It's high. Okay. High five, celebrate. I am all about that. But then now what, you know? And it's something I still struggle with every day, to be honest. I still every day, like I'll have days where I sleep in and I'm like, oh, I'm comfortable. Like it's not the end of the universe. Like it's going to be okay if I don't do this, this and this today. And, and it does get hard, especially when you get to a place of being comfortable. Um, but for me, it's, it's kind of a competition, which my best friend in the world, she always laughs her ass off at me when I, when I, we talk about this because for me, it's okay. If I could do this, this quickly, what can I do by then? Or what can I do then? Mm -hmm. Holy shit. I've done more in just the past year than I thought I'd do in my entire lifetime. Mm -hmm. Okay. Now what am I going to do with the rest of my lifetime? Like it's really a crisis of self pretty often. And so you just have to try to be, or for me, I just have to try to figure out things that goals that I, goals that I've already reached are goals that I thought I would have to spend a lifetime striving for and would probably die not having accomplished. So when you get to that point, it's a special kind of problem because you're like, okay, I've done this. That's great. But what now? Now what? Yeah. And so I evaluate it all the time, at least every other day, to be honest. (laughs) You you have goals, but you just have yourself. Like you have to figure out why you're doing something. Well, you said you have trouble, you know, the celebrating (gasps) piece, but you don't have to celebrate every day. You know, the idea is at least take time once a month to celebrate, you know, what you're doing Mm -hmm. so that it feels good. But I mean, celebrating yourself and just success in general, I think is needed. And coming from your background, it's probably harder to celebrate Mm -hmm. things for yourself. But, Mm -hmm. you know, that's also a way to be like, you know, look what I've done. And none of you, anyone can tell me different. Mm -hmm. You know, I think that's why, like, Mm -hmm. if you look at like celebrities and, you know, a lot of them have a similar background because like a salesperson or entrepreneur is because they're always told forever, you'll never do it, you know, yeah. which is the stupidest comment ever. I don't know who the hell in their right mind, mm-hmm. no offense to your mom could ever say that to anybody. Mm-hmm. Yep. I just, I, I could never take myself mm-hmm. to say something. <laughs> you can't do it. I you don't know. know. I'm contemplating but saying it to also, my son just to propel him. Just to push like, him ah, forward. But son, you can't do it, son. You can't do anything. <laughs> but, the, but the devil's advocate to that is that, maybe you have a young athlete that dominates in a low level of sports or something. There was someone that's having an early amount of success. Like what if we are to sit here and say, Hey, Julie, uh, you've had a tremendous amount of success in the first, first two years of your business, but you're not going to get to this. You know, you're going to get pissed and you're going to get fired up. Or again, back to that athlete perspective. Yeah, I'm just saying I can't be the person to say that. You get the yes people and you're like, yeah, you know, you're going to get that occasional person mm-hmm. and look how we remember that. Look how where it, it, you know, stays, stays mm-hmm. with you. But I come back to the athlete that gets told he's amazing. He's amazing. He's amazing. And everyone around him is a yes man. Yes woman. And then all of a sudden you know, they get a little bit of adversity and now it's a, a problem. But if someone yeah. would have told them early along, Hey dude, you might be talented, but you're not going to do it. <laughs> you're not going to make the show. And yeah. that's where personality comes in too. And I'm not going to lie to you guys. Like 90% of the time, I'm just forcing myself to do things. I'm, it's so truly, how do you trick yourself? Well, how do you force yourself? How do you trick yourself to do things? Okay. So this is going to be super frustrating for so many people listening, but the Nike slogan, just do it. You just do it. It's being uncomfortable for five minutes versus being uncomfortable the rest of your life. That's really the paradigm. I truly believe in life. You either have misery or you have happiness. Mm-hmm. So you can trade off like, okay, if I do this right now, is it going to make me miserable? Yeah, probably. But am I going to be miserable today and tomorrow and the next day? Whereas if I don't do it, how miserable am I going to be for how long? 
So that's really just comes down to happiness and suffering Mm -hmm. is what everything comes down to. And um, I was actually told that one time and I pushed back. I was like, really? Like, it's not that simple, but it truly is. Like being on the phone, I still hate answering my phone. I'm one of those stereotypical agents that my phone rings and I get angry. I hate answering the phone. Truly do. And I literally on the way here had one. It's on Bluetooth. No excuses. No excuses on Bluetooth. And I see who it is and I'm like, man, I really don't want to talk to that person. I do not want to answer this phone call. I'll just call him back or I'll listen to the voicemail and text him back. It's horrible. Don't do that. But there, <laughs> yeah, don't, don't do, do that. that. Right. Um, but, and, and then it's, again, I seriously stopped myself. It's like, okay, happiness versus suffering. If I don't answer, he's going to get really pissed. He's going to leave me a voicemail. It's probably going to escalate because he's going to get mad and feel like I'm ignoring him. He's going to text me versus it's another agent. But just, One, two, three, go. Versus, okay, yeah. if I answer it and then it's over. And yeah. answered it, it was a two minute phone call. It was fine. Like, you know, you, you just... A lot of times that's what it is. And that's all it is. And so it's eating... I believe in eating the frog, first of all, yeah. and getting the shit done that you don't want to do most first. And I believe in just truly picking the things that are going to make you happy versus make you suffer. Sometimes it's the things that are going to make you suffer the least amount of time. I love it. Love it. It's, it's a great, great mindset. response. And that's, one thing you could do real quick, Mark's going to hook I us. I'm going to cut yeah, us off. Is you just don't answer, let them leave, and then you slide dial them back. <laughs> Slide dial has been working, which is weird. Is it not? No, it has been working. I don't know if what is it doing? Saying. Actually, ringing people? It yes. Doesn't allow you to do it. Really? Yeah, where mm-hmm. it rings them. Wow. Yeah. Yeah, it's been yep. fun. So <laughs> good luck on that. I think it's some for oh, people who some, don't like their oh, phones oh, ringing. I think it's oh. a FCC or whatever thing. But you're allowed to do the broadcast. But it's weird. It doesn't work. But anyhow, <laughs> let's stop there. I want to talk more about actually your business tomorrow. What the things you're doing? Some of your okay. activities. So, cool. Thanks bring again. my playbook. Yes, yes. There you go. So thanks again to our sponsors, VIP Mortgage and Alliance Property Inspections. We'll see you tomorrow for Workshop Wednesday. Bye. See ya. Bye-bye, Ren. Bye. 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 Bye.